I figured out the worst Zoom dance you can do. It was everybody, bad. shaky airplane. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> here's what you do: you get put your head, uh, you know, middle-ish. Put your arms to the corner of your screen, top, uh-huh. top and bottom, and switch them. Uh, like a and diagonal. Then back, yeah, make mm-hmm. the diagonal. God, this is horrible. It's, it's like l- less a dance and more like you're trying to alert a large aircraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> more it's dances like should start with the instruction, put your head in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zoom dances and every TikTok. I'm, I'm on... I'm ahead of the curve. I'm what I'm doing what the kids are doing. You think the kids are going to get off TikTok dances and go to Zoom dances? <laughs> no, I'm saying their morning meetings. T- TikTok dances are uh it's all about finding where you are in the frame first. That's like sure. in terms of how to do a dance, it's like first, get yourself in the frame. The center yeah. of the frame. Now then move around to the corners. Shut <laughs> Boop, 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 our dance, the Zoom dance. Everybody clap the emoji hands. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> well, if you haven't already guessed, this is the podcast, Yo, Is This Racist, <laughs> where me, Tony Newsom, him, Andrew T., and our producer, Kevin Bartell, listen to your voicemail dance. about racism. Oh, and first we talk voicemails. about inventing Zoom dances. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we have a special guest or guests. We don't right now. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Not even the dogs. No there's, one. There's zero dogs in frame right now. Yeah, they're around. Um, I've been, I got them these treats that are bonkers. They are fromage and blueberry. They what? smell. Why wow. don't you just say cheese? Uh, I'll tell you why. <laughs> why you gotta be fake fancy, but only for <laughs> half of it. Because they're called from Crunchios. And they're what? Little, wow. cheese and blueberries. What? Blueber- What's blueberries? Blueberry cheese. What is the pun and or portmanteau happening with from Crunchio? I hate this. Uh, I think they're they're Canadian. From Crunchio. What is it? No. What are we trying to say? Oh, they're Canadian. <laughs> Everything's in French. Because right, they're, but. Yeah. I, I, what's the word that it's trying to be? Like fromaggio, from crunchio, but yeah. that's like Italian. No, no. Well, maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hate As, this. I need it explained. Um. Yeah. This is this is what I'm bringing to the table. Hateable energy. A real hateable energy today. No, no, no. We need to harness our listeners' uh, uh, power of research for good. Thank mm-hmm. you to all you nerds who sent me articles about David Bowie last week. Um, what what I need you guys to do is take that energy and apply it to this from Crunchio mystery. I hate even saying it. I want to know what O M M Crunchy O's and the tagline. Do you want to hear the tagline? Relent. Do I? No, it's recklessly crunchy dog treats. I almost said relentlessly crunchy, which recklessly. By the way. <laughs> And it's so gross. What makes they, it reckless? I mean, the, the fact that they miss they mixed blueberries and cheese. Oh yeah, I'm distraught. What is this a goddamn worst charcuterie treat? Where did you find? Why did you buy this? Was this a TikTok? No, situation? they they, 
this is not a video podcast and I'm back to doing the TikTok dance or the Zoom dance. Um, they were just, uh, the dogs like them, are, although we've never gotten the blueberry brand before, but they are, uh, they're sort of near the impulse buy section of the Korean grocery store that I go to. Is okay. One. So it's, okay. A, it's an impulse, it's a frequent impulse buy. This bag we'll say is like, Pretty big. It's, it's about the size of a box of cereal. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good amount of. So imagine a big, like a family size box of Cheerios, mm-hmm. but it's a bag of cheese. It's a bag of inexplicably named cheese and blueberry treats. It smell crazy in there. I'm sure. <laughs> There's no way it smells good. I feel like it, I can smell it from here. The thing is, it does smell like cheese and blueberry in a yeah. way that is wild. Yeah, I figured they nailed it, which is going to be bad. Here's the thing. If they do that right, it's going to be bad. If they do it wrong, it's going to be horrible. So either way, <laughs> that's a rough I mean, whiff. I'm not eating them. So that's the other thing, too, a little bit. As a, you probably, you know, I think every pet owner or honestly anyone that's ever fed a pet anything, um, you're like, is this food really flavored like the thing or is it just to tell to make us the humans feel better like oh mm-hmm. doggies wouldn't you like to have some blueberries today i guess it mm-hmm. smells like it but they don't care about blueberries they don't even know what blueberries are I don't, so I from don't is the name of the family they're from wisconsin it's a fifth generation owned company that started in 1904 and got into premium pet food in 1949. Okay, this um, makes more sense. So it's not trying to be the word fromage. It's literally the is, family's name. That makes more sense. Are they cheese then? Maybe they're not cheese. I assume they were cheese. Well, also, if they smell like cheese and blueberry and they're not cheese, I don't want to know what they are. Yeah. Well, now I'm like, maybe my mind just told me it was cheese because I assumed it was fromage. <laughs> also, uh, this came this came up a little bit at work this week. Um, but, and this is maybe a little different cause I guess it's probably an American company, but it is always kind of hilarious to me when companies make a major pivot, like right after world war two <laughs> premium pet food, <laughs> premium pet oh, foods. Like, like, don't don't like worry about all the other like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they did. <laughs> yeah. They used to make like industrial washers or something. Yeah. yeah, I think what the the context with which we killed like twenty minutes at work was just like every German company is like <laughs> like right. disappears. They're just like, and then <laughs> and then we started making sewing machines. Look, just a little behind the curtain for the listener. This is very interesting. Um, I had to leave the Zoom for a Wi-Fi issue, but when I came back, I've never seen this before. It's telling me that I can either reclaim my status as host Ooh. or I can just stay a participant. Reclaim. reclaim. Hell yeah, reclaim. I hit stay participant and it says reclaiming host can be, oh, it disappeared. But it's really trying to get me to reclaim my rightful position as host. Mm-hmm. Go Zoom. <laughs> Go yeah, Zoom. Zoom. That's right. Empower women. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Looks like Zoom is woke. Happy woke Zoom. 
Mm. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day a few days ago, depending mm-hmm. on when you're listening to this and also depending on whether you're observing the observed day or his actual mm-hmm. birthday. But yeah. happy one of those nonetheless. I guess if you're um, saving time this... Of recording, I was going to say, if you're saving this for like almost a year, then maybe it's coming up. But yes, at yeah. the time of recording. Maybe you're, li- maybe you're listening to this 11 months from now. Yeah, at the yeah. time of recording, today is his birthday. Uh, the uh, Monday will be the observed day, and you're going to hear this on Wednesday. So, you know, do with that what you will. Um, <laughs> do we have any MLK Junior Day <sighs> advice or, you know, thoughts or... How are we? Are we ready to deal with the onslaught of of uh, empty quotes? Not that they were empty from him, but that they are often empty from the people who like to sling them around. Yeah, empty, empty usages of the quotes. Um, people who mm. uh, are quoting all the 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 palatable stuff for them when they talk about, mm-hmm. uh, but while at the same time actively work against. Everything uh, he and uh, the rest, the whole civil rights movement was working for, was working for, mm-hmm. is working for. Mm-hmm. It's probably a big problem that we talk about the civil rights movement in the past tense. In past tense, right. <laughs> like the big civil rights movement, capital C, capital R, capital M, is yeah. a long time ago as opposed to an yeah. ongoing issue. Honestly, the way the world is going, it's probably inaccurate to even refer to the civil war in the past tense. Um, you know, we'll a see. civil we'll war. See. Yeah, a that civil civil war. Yeah, the civil battle that was not particularly resolved. Uh, yeah, mm. all those people. Um, I was thinking because there, there's sort of that. Um, I I think we're at the stage of this at least Twitter conversation where you know all the all the racists and white supremacists start throwing around like, oh, Martin Luther King stood for peace and brotherhood and love and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, while at the same time, actively those people supporting white supremacy. Um, but then, you know, then um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have the, the Twitter. Oh gosh, I was trying to pull up the exact quote, but it's, it's the quote of Martin Luther King on white liberals, essentially just like, you know, oh, talking right. about how uh, to paraphrase from my memory, uh, white liberals. Ain't Wait, shit. Hillary uh, tweeted it. Yeah, old oh. Hill dog, old Hill, old Hill Clint. She tweeted it. Yeah, MLK Jr. said, "I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice, and that when they fail in this purpose, they become the dangerously structured dams that block the flow of social progress." And then, because uh, all of our legislators tweet like thirteen-year-old girls, she wrote, "This is a subtweet." Um, sorry, I said girls like a pejorative. What I just meant was tweet like children. Um, yeah. or like a, a brand of, of snack food. Um, also, is it a subtweet to herself? No offense that's what, to... uh, uh, Another good follow, my friend Ali Barthwell on Twitter just wrote, this about you, girl. <laughs> like, yeah, um, for real it is. I was thinking, truly, if we live, if Martin Luther King were making these uh, speeches in and around the Twitter era or whatever, mm. I, I just, I just... Uh, I was thinking about that quote and trying to figure out some ver- joke version where I write, Martin Luther King owns white liberals. <laughs> <laughs> I just could see conservatives uh, doing that. I don't know. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. It's somewhere in there. Uh, I've also seen like there. corporations that are like 
honoring the day, but then still are asking like kind of privately people to do work related tasks on the day. So sometimes I see a little bit of hypocrisy of like, you know, public posting and then like trying to present as being supportive, but then asking their black coworkers to do stuff. And it's like, well, don't post this stuff if you're going to ask people to, to work. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. beyond the work there's, I mean, like, the FBI is going to tweet something yep. about mm-hmm. about uh, about him tomorrow. The uh, most police mm-hmm. stations, you know, just like Republicans, just people who are actively working against uh, the, the stuff FBI. He's yeah, right. That was <laughs> one of the funnier Jabuki uh, tweets, I believe, one that got him thrown off when he changed his uh, profile to the FBI and said, "Like, happy birthday to Martin Luther King. We're sorry we killed him." <laughs> Or something to that effect. <laughs> that wave of of Twitter personalities who were verified using their blue check to <laughs> to effectively just be be little pranksters and pretend to be other people really cracked me up. I remember when wasn't Ira always being was he being Beto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Ira got booted off. <laughs> oh, yeah, a fantastic use of a blue check mark. Yeah, the way really the way to go. Um, I would imagine. I'm just getting to the point a little bit where I'm like, when when people with like tidy numbers of followers have blue check marks, I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah. Well, you people ask for it, so it's probably because you've never like emailed them to ask for it or whatever. Yeah, I couldn't do that now though. It's too, too no, it. It's past the time. I would not have it now if I didn't already have it but it was because i was on a show and they wanted me to promote the show this was years ago yeah and so they were like email twitter support blah blah, blah to get verified because then your tweets can be they sold it as like a sorry guys this is not what this podcast is but <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a minute so we're catching up yeah. um they sold it to me as like a if your account gets hacked this makes yeah. it more secure and blah 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 so mm. i was like oh okay i guess i have like no followers but i guess i'll do this and then well, I got c- verified and I was like, oh, now I'm like part of a group I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I, I would maybe such problems like to do it is clearly because Twitter is venal and corrupt. They like protect people with blue check marks from stuff like the, the multiple times that uh, the fucking Andrew Yang fans got mad at me and just started like reporting my account. Like, I think I've been locked out of mm-hmm. Twitter three times. Always... I think once from a coordinated uh, right-wing um, mm. campaign and then twice from right-wing Andrew Yang, white supremacists. God, I fucking hate sure. these people. <sighs> it's not like the time Zig got locked out for uh, saying Negro <laughs> to me. <laughs> and then they banned him for like a week or something insane. I, w- I lost my mind. Um, to be fair, the best he, still- needed, he needed the break. <laughs> He needed the mental break. The best is still forever Paul F. Tompkins getting kicked off for <laughs> suggesting that Ted Cruz kindly swallow 10D batteries. <laughs> the wording was so, so erudite, so gentle. And they said, well, this constitutes wishing harm on someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, as you can tell, we are filibustering much in the way that the filibuster should be ended as it blocks, uh, you know, voter access, yep, et cetera. Yep. Nice. I did not no. intend to go there. Perfect but, uh, segue. 
That's one of the things blocking the restoring the the Voting Rights Act. Mm-hmm. I mean, also many things, I suppose. Many people, racists. Uh, <laughs> what can we do, Andrew? I realize I'm putting you on the spot, and you're also not a political uh, advisor. Mm. <laughs> Pundit, advisor, what word am I looking for? You're neither. I'm a, um, I'm a what is something... dancer first, comedian second, uh, political advisor, close third, and it's my passion. The triple threat. Yeah. It's the triple my threat, tri- and none of the none of the top three are podcasters. <laughs> my true passion. <laughs> my true passion is my Zoom dance, which I'm doing again. Do you think... All right, listeners, at some point during this uh, podcast... I'm going to do the Zoom dance without saying that I'm doing it on air. And if you can tell, if there's something about my cadence or something, um, just tweet me uh, the time code of when you think it is. Jesus, this is so labor intensive. They have to look at the time code. They have to tweet you. Just You'll know when it is because you'll hear a heavy sigh from Kevin and or I. But Angela, I, I wanted to do it just is, now, but I didn't. Uh, I was gonna. I'm glad you refrained. Yeah. What? What can we do about voter suppression? Sorry, that's so glib. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I think the answer is honestly probably nothing. Um, as people, um, I don't know what we can do. Um, you know, it's it's the 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 knife's edge is like Democrats are unwilling to do anything to actually fix white supremacy, um, including up to it, including protect their own jobs, it seems. Um, uh, and yet Republicans are so, so, so much worse. Uh, but both are quite bad at, you know, actually trying to make things good. Um, so I don't know on a national level, um, I mean, probably there's some version of like, to the extent that they do care about anything, it's that like people like a Joe Biden will eventually listen to outcry. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking about that because it's like, I was just thinking about, you know, all the people dancing when Biden was elected and like the weird kind of like double-sidedness of that because it's like yeah okay it is quite Mm. nice that trump didn't win it would have been quite bad if trump won the election um however yes it just isn't wasn't a dancing in the streets level (laughs) of no it didn't warrant a dance maybe a zoom dance but not an irl dance or a clarification of dancing because trump lost yeah i guess that's true right right that's why I walked around that day with a big sign that said, I'm only doing this because Trump lost. <laughs> no, right. I didn't, I didn't and that really could apply to anything you were doing. That's true. It was mostly <laughs> walking the dogs. Also, I think it rained in LA that day, at least the Saturday that everyone was dancing. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I guess to that extent, it's it's one of those like probably like necessary but not sufficient, you know, because it's like... Mm-hmm. I think we're at a weird pot part where like everyone should vote. Everyone should vote in the primaries. Um, unfortunately, everyone should probably give money. Here's here's maybe one way to think of it is the reality is like everyone gets pulled to the right wing in America because we're like have a right wing. We have two right wing parties and, you know, sent a center right and a hard right party. So everyone keeps kind of drifting right. 
Um, so to that end, probably there's some version of, and this is sort of just, I guess, the political calculus, but like, if you're a person who listens to this podcast, you probably, whoever you support in like a primary or whatever, and the the life you live should probably be like 20% more li- liberal, left-wing, whatever you want to say, than you think you're, th- think of it as a negotiating position, not as a point of view. Because um, you're going to get dragged to the right. So if someone seems like they're saying all the right things during a political campaign, they're going to be too right-wing for you by the time they're actually in office. Um, you know, because, like, I I didn't love, like, the, like, cult of Bernie Sanders, but, like, I voted for him every time because I'm like, this is... You believed in the in the policy, like... Um, you believed in his positions? Yeah, kind of, yes. I mean, it was sort of just like, this is as good as it's going to get, I guess. mm you know, I think it would probably a lot of shit, especially a lot of shit he said about race. I was like, nah, I don't think well, you are correct. We didn't have a lot of great options in that department, I will say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody so, had. I mean, I feel like we covered all of them. We had so much. I, I loved Warren, but we had to talk about her issues there, too. So, yeah, yeah you're right. It was like a, well. But I think even that, right? Like, loving Elizabeth Warren is probably, like, just one of those things where, like, the reality of president elizabeth warren would have been probably pretty close you know better than the one we're living in but probably more more closer to this presidency than you would have wanted um Mm. so i guess there's that i guess that's like sort of a triangulation to make to think about um but yeah just i you know that that's there's a little bit of like you you're not really like campaigning for a person or a set of ideas even you're just like dragging the slider uh, on a spectrum and you should be aware that if you don't do anything or it, whatever happens that slider is going to get dragged 20% more towards the racists always um wow what a slogan yeah i don't know that's grim as shit uh <laughs> no i but- think i think if someone can make it catchy and run on that platform Drag the slider. You know. The racist will pull it back by a significant amount. Yeah, this metaphor makes sense. Woo. Listeners, do you have a Zoom. hunch? Could you hear the exhales from me and Tawny right now? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Get your time code ready. Maybe I just did the Zoom dance. Boy, I love the All Zoom right. dance. I'm loving I just want to say for the record, I'm loving the Zoom dance. <laughs> Guys, if you want more of whatever this has been, uh, we should say before we go to break that uh, you can find that on our premium shows on Fridays. It's called Yo Can We Live? It's racism light. It it tries to be no racism. What ends up happening is it's racism light. But uh, it's where we catch up about our week and we talk about cool shit that we discovered or read or did or learned by people of color. Uh, It's a fun hangout show. You can subscribe to that by going to our website suboptimalpods.com uh you can also subscribe to the bundle which is a bundle of content various things uh this coming monday we have uh a watch along coming out that we're very excited about little shop of horrors the musical eh, i i loved watching it i loved re-watching it trigger warning that it there's so many trigger warnings for that 
movie that I did not realize <laughs> until we got into it. But uh, yeah, so you can subscribe to all of that uh, at suboptimalpods.com. And if you don't want to do a whole big subscription, but you just want to support us, you just want to give a little tip, you can do that there too. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Check, check it out. Check it out. And thank you. We This is how the independent podcast podcast pasta gets made. What? Know. I was trying to think this podcasta. Yeah, independent pasta cast gets made. This is how the podsage gets uh, made. This is how the blueberry cheese <laughs> gets made. Let's take a look. I break. like that you invented that there was cheese in that thing. Yeah, we need a break. <laughs> we back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, got got you got the little promo in before the break. Mm-hmm. Did because you know some people don't hear the end of the episode, so we're just shaking things up from a business shaking. perspective. Speaking of shaking things up, we're gonna we're gonna put. I I've decided I'm gonna make Kevin record a video of me doing the Zoom dance and put it into <sighs> the bundle. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's going in the bundle? Yeah, that we'll can't just, just go on Instagram? And on the Instagram? Oh, I guess it can go on Instagram. That seems like a free promotional item. <laughs> More than content. Are, I think people are going to really want it. We should put it on... Okay. Can we do it on our close friends on the uh, on Suboptimal Pods? Do we have a close friends? We should make one. I don't know. This is, this is too in the weeds. But uh, this yeah. can serve as a reminder, if you're not following us on Instagram, follow Suboptimal Pods on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will um, get to see right. the Zoom dance. What the a Zoom tease. dance. Um, all right. The we Zoom are now we're finally dance. doing what this podcast does. In case you in case you were court ordered to listen to a racism <laughs> podcast, you're like, wait a minute, there's hardly been any racism. Um now, now I've been is the enjoying time. this. Yeah, don't get too comfortable. <laughs> You know, this is part. This is a learning experience for you, and part of your punishment. Yep. Okay, so let's kick a voicemail. We're gonna do two of them. Then we're gonna leave you alone. <laughs> what a way to say that. Then we're gonna leave you alone. Like you downloaded this. I'm like, yeah. Sorry for bothering you. You can't stop it. We'll be gone soon. <laughs> Once again, that is part of the court order, but uh, we will be mercifully short. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony. Hey, Andrew. This is Ian in Baltimore. Uh, I was considering opening an account with Greenwood Bank, um, like Killer Mike and former Atlanta mayor folks, uh, black-owned bank to support banking in the black community. Uh, and as a, a white person, I, I guess I am conflicted of whether I should open an account or not, uh, knowing that you know, the underlying point of the bank is to support banking within the, the black and Latino community under bank people. Uh, so if I bank with them, I mean, I am giving them money uh, to, to the bank itself, which seems like it supports that endeavor. Uh, appreciating that, like, as a white person, there are plenty of things in this world that aren't for me, uh, appropriately so. Uh, should I open an account with them? Is that racist? Thank you. Oh boy, I know. I know that the people who listen to this overthink shit. Like I get it; it's tricky. It feels yeah, we've, weird. We've we're partially responsible for that. We've done that to you. 
Yeah, we've we've created some of this monster, and we probably need to take responsibility for some of that. However, <laughs> the hell are you talking about, man? In what way is this like? Yes, put your goddamn capital into a black-owned bank. What's <laughs> like that is the least like. It's not like you're taking credit for it. It's not like you own the bank. Like, right? Don't buy the bank. Don't buy yeah. the black-owned bank, Ian. I guess okay. I don't know if you're a billionaire or something. That's a reasonable question. Maybe, maybe he was talking about. Maybe Ian is talking about putting in so much money <laughs> that it disturbs mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. Like, can you, as a depositor, put in so much money into a bank that you own the bank? Like Ian's full name is Ian Paul Morgan. Yeah. He comes from a long line of Morgans. <laughs> yeah. And so he, he he's owns like, a, should I buy this bank? A bigger bank. He's right. the, the heir to an investment bank, and he's wondering. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you talking about, dog? Just, yes. <laughs> also, it's better. It's better than having your money in... Um, I guess I, I well, what do I do? I have I have stuff in Chase because ten shoe boxes, evil sucker, yeah. And then I have stuff in the the WGA Credit Union stuff. By stuff I mean no money. bank is good. Yeah, that's maybe the point. You will not convince me that a bank in this country is good. I don't care what it is or what they do. I bet that this one Greenwood is better. Yeah. But no, you're not going to convince me that where I have my money is doing anything right or that if I really knew about it, I would approve of. Um, well, I, I, I hear you. There's probably some, like, again, small community type financial institution that is maybe even on the balance good. I don't know. This wow. would be the closest to something like that. But, you know. Support your credit unions. Don't support Andrew banks loves banks. <gasps> no! <laughs> no, I feel like this is like Andrew got nine hours of sleep. Yeah. And this is just like rested Andrew where he's like, I bet there's a credit union that's good. I'm like, okay, I can go along with that. Oh, boy. I, also, I actually got like six hours of sleep for no reason. I just woke up early. Six is your nine, though. Six is my nine. Yep. <laughs> that's what we've always said about me. That's what we've always said. Um, yeah, caller. Sorry, Ian, since you gave us your name. Yeah, so, Ian. So sweet of you to be thinking about not overstepping and all that. But it's literally like your money supporting a thing that needs money in order to function. Yeah. Like, like putting, putting your money where gonna... your mouth is or where your yeah. bank isn't. Maybe, I don't know, maybe if, if they host a, a, a marathon... I don't even know how this shit works, but maybe don't go do that. I'm trying to think of what would be the thing to be like, hey, maybe stay out of the limelight. But yeah, other than purchasing the bank. Yeah. I think you're just, good. Just go. Like, yeah. It's so like. Give him your money. Give him your money. And give us your money. <laughs> go to suboptimalpods.com. <laughs> no. I'm just no, kidding. I'm sorry. Not doing I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. Um, we already hit him hard in the intro. Um, but but right, like, is that, like, I just, I, I'm honestly kind of curious about our listeners' train of thought. Like, do they really think, like, I, I guess what it is, is they're like, I don't know, sometimes participating in Black community stuff as a white person 
or whatever community, I suppose, like is problematic. And I should, it's better to check and it's, there's no bad questions better to ask than not, than accidentally do something racist. And here, my reply to that yeah. is there are dumb questions. This one's a dumb question. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. I, I it. also think though, because of Twitter, because of social media, I've been seeing a trend of uh, a lot of times when black people or people of color are being like kind of flippant or dismissive or being like, white people stay out of this. This is just for us. Or even if they're being serious, but it's like the, the situation is kind of nuanced. I am seeing that turn into a, a an overarching, um, yeah, like just a general worry among whites where there doesn't always need to be because of the fact that you can't always ascertain tone on Twitter or like just like an overly cautious, like for instance, when Black Panther came out, I remember just being like, you have got to be kidding me that everyone was tweeting and it was a lot of like white people tweeting. Like I saw a few black people tweeting this, but white people were like, don't go see Black Panther on opening night. It's not for us. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Go see it. Go spend all your money on opening weekend. Like go the first night, go this, go all three nights. Give them the movie the money so that they will make more of the movies. But the idea that like being a white presence in that theater was more harmful than spending your money on the black piece of art was wild to me. And people believed that. And people were like, oh, yeah, we should stay away. Right. It's like, that's not how capitalism works. And, and I'm sorry th- to tell you, we all have we all are participating in capitalism. And the grain of truth in that is like I I, I remember Especially when I lived in New York, like, I think um, there were some awful white people that I was, I don't know, at school with. Just people I knew about um, who would, like, make a point to, like, go up to Harlem to watch, like, black, quote-unquote, black movies. And there was a little, like, of the kind of, like, tourism of it, a little bit. It was, like, just gross in ways. And that's Hmm. a little bit, you know, so that's, like, a little tiny bit of the grain of truth that... It's like, right. So it's like the people on Twitter talking, they're not talking to those people though. Yeah. Yeah. And those people wouldn't be listening to, to that warning on Twitter. (laughs) There's a part of me that, okay. The other part of it too. And the part that maybe actually is racist from the caller is, you know, maybe not the caller specifically, but I've also kind of heard it be like, well, I just don't, I don't, I just don't want to, touch anything, you know, remotely, let's say in this case, remotely black. Cause I, I, I'm, everyone's so sensitive these days. I don't, I'm just, it's not worth stepping in it. So I'll just, you know, I'm not mm. going to participate in anything. I won't even say the black, the word black, the black word. I was going to say the black word. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, feels like an NBC procedural. Yeah. The black word. Um, <laughs> I guess, Noah right. Wiley. <laughs> He's got to be the lead of that. If anyone's the lead of something called the Black Word, it's Noah Wiley. Mm. What's uh? Well, I guess he just it's it's always just cops that solve yeah. crime. Yeah, cops. it's cops, but these are like yeah. federal cops. Yeah, somehow. not racist. Always solve crimes. Always work real hard. Always, always in a blazer, never a uniform. Anyway. Yeah. I that's the catch line always, always a blazer saying. never a uniform <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think that's that's the um yeah it's just sort of like 
that that was maybe the other part. Not I'm not saying this is our caller, but there is sort of that tone of like, well, I don't even know what's PC these days, so I'm not. I'm just not going to participate right. in anything black because I don't want to get caught. And it's like it's not true. And yeah, but Ian, buy the bank. Don't buy the bank. Dogs don't are buy- here. I can't remember if we told him you should buy the bank anymore. Dogs are here. You should not buy the bank, Ian Morgan, heir of Ian JP Morgan. Morgan. Um, should we do another v-, v mail? Sure. Yeah, man. Here we go. Hi, yo crew. Uh, long time, first time. Uh, I'm mixed from New York. We use they them pronouns. Um, so I started dating someone recently, uh, and they're Korean from Korea and. Uh, after a little while, I was thinking about downloading one of those language apps to start learning some Korean myself. Um, but as soon as I was thinking that, I immediately thought, oh, is this sort of boiling this person down to their Koreanness or like very much not what I want to do in some way exoticizing their Koreanness? Um, but like I also acknowledge and respect that their Korean heritage and culture is something that they're proud of. And I want to try and honor and do right by that too. I also feel like uh, I'd like to have some better understanding uh, that, like, comes with language in a sort of way. Um, yeah, uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously going to talk with them about it. And, like, I know that I really like them not for, not explicitly for their being Korean, but they're just, like, a good person that is to get closer to. And maybe this is the way to do it, or maybe it's a problematic uh, way to do it. Um but I really also want to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah, um, love the show. Thanks for all you do. Bye bye. In what? All right, Ty, I was laughing. What's happening? Was What's making... happening today? <laughs> I I feel Why like. Why is everyone <laughs> the overthinking Olympics today? Everyone's got a gold medal. The overthinkings. <laughs> the overthinkings. I, I, this was by accident. I will admit, I, I went through the voicemail box last night when I, I'd had, we'll call it much wine. Um, <laughs> but I, I, so it was not on purpose that I picked two voicemails that were almost like designed in a lab to be the most frustratingly annoying things we've heard in a long time. <laughs> I I just feel for them. I feel for both callers, but this caller especially because, first of all, caller, thank you for being a longtime listener. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I'm sorry we're going to roast you a little bit, but that's also part of the joy of the show. It's why you love us. But, like, how do they live? How do you live? Aren't you so stressed all the time if this is what you're worried about? Look, they, the, the impulse is nice to not want to boil someone down to their, quote, otherness. Um, the caller said they were mixed, but they didn't say what they were mixed with. So I'm assuming it's something possibly not East Asian if they feel like they're, yeah, you know, they want to make sure that they're not just boiling that person down to Koreanness. Can I take a, a side question tangent, actually, Tawny? Yeah. Um, in my head, if someone says mixed but doesn't specify, it's black and white, at least in America in 2022. Oh, I don't, I think I might think that right away, but also, I, yeah. I guess yeah, I, I don't think it's a given. I, yeah, I, I guess I don't say it's a, I don't think it's necessarily a given, but I guess that's just where my brain went, snaps to, like, that's what that means. In the absence yeah. of more information, that's the default, which probably is a problem in my head for some reason, but. 
that is what happens. I think, well, you me. want to talk about a problem in my head. I also don't love the term, and this is just for me. I don't care what y'all do. I don't love the term mixed for black and white people, mm-hmm. but I like don't mind it if it's other combinations of oh. people. I know that's dumb. It it makes no sense, but it's just for me. I think just because that was like what was tried to, you know, people yeah. tried to put that on me so much. And I was like, I don't like this word. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, caller, use whatever you want. It's a, it's a fine word. Plenty oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. This, this, wasn't, this wasn't for the caller. Yeah, this was just sort of like, as you said it, I was like, oh, wow, I have a, that's not how my brain goes. But I had it. So no, like, I think I'm probably question. trying to make, I'm yeah. trying to make it mean other things, but it probably, it's probably more what you're thinking. It's probably more often than not. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I guess that's what I mean. It's like, I think that's just the, in the absence of more information, that's where my brain would guess with yeah a very high degree of confidence i suppose i don't know just sorry i was just curious so sorry to interrupt you possibly no I, who knows what i was saying just uh, caller this is this is mm. a stressful way to live you want to yeah. learn a language yeah because someone you're dating speaks that language yeah that's delightful yeah also think of all the people who don't bother to don't try to do anything I, most of my girlfriends, <laughs> they go on a date with someone, and no, he, do, he doesn't even ask them a question. Like, the whole date, he doesn't ask one question. And look at you. You're learning a whole ass language to get closer to this person. What a well, sweet person you are. There's also the, like, like yeah. I, and, and the caller got there. They said, like, we're, we're going to talk to the partner about this. Which is, like, yeah. the actual obvious and maybe, look, this is not the thing we should be saying out loud on the podcast, because then why would anyone call in? But why the fuck would you need our opinion on this? <laughs> like, honestly. Well, that's just... It's not that we shouldn't say that on the podcast. It's that that should be the, the subtext to everything we say on this podcast. Yeah. Come, <laughs> why do you want our opinion come, on this? Come the fuck on. Is this not something you could pretty clearly deal with with your partner? Like, just come on. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, qu- here's a possible way it could be bad. Just oh yeah. Let's do the experiment, right? The possible way it could be bad, and I don't think this is what the caller's saying, but possible way is like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'm gonna learn Korean in secret, and then I'm gonna wow them, and I'm gonna be so fluent and just impress the shit out of them. And you're doing it for some like ego thing. You're doing oh, it to like sure. show off. Yeah. And you're not taking into account that maybe they don't want that maybe they're working on their english and they'd prefer to just talk to you in english. who knows any number of reasons yeah but that does not sound like what's happening here yeah this it's the secret part too it's like just have the goddamn discussion also i will say as a little well just a little pro tip for the caller um your if you are a native english speaker um and once again i guess i feel confident making that guess but what do i know um your korean it's not going to be as good as you think. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, yeah. Ever, 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 ever. There are legions and legions of young white girl BTS fans who can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. They joined the classes. They've been trying hard. They've got their apps. It's a it's a tough thing to learn. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, the app thing. It's just like, there's nothing almost more private than just downloading some shit on your phone and trying it out. Like, how is this that much of a struggle? I'm sorry, Kevin, I interrupted you. I was going to say a very quick story. And I want to preface with it is different because it is with two white people. Um, but my sister's husband is from Italy and she has been learning Italian for the last year because not really for like 
I don't even think it's like him specifically because he does speak English, but like when they visited his family, she could not communicate with them at mm-hmm. all. And it was horrifying, not horrifying, but she was just so stressed the entire time because she's like, I really want to bond with his parents yeah. and his brother. And I can't do that without knowing the language. And so she was getting like tutors right. and taking classes and stuff so that because she you know, felt closer to him as she got to speak uh, the same language with uh, his family. So mm-hmm. I think for her, it was like a being able to connect with like m- multiple people in his life that are very close to him was, you know, very important to her. So I think about yeah. that, too. That's a good point, because he can he can communicate with your family like he can have a relationship with you because he speaks English. Yeah. But she doesn't have that with his if he has siblings. Exactly. Really and that. not saying that mm-hmm. your partner's family uh doesn't speak english i have no idea but just like in my personal experience like that was very helpful for her to be able to communicate with people that were like close in his life too so yeah 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 download the damn app (laughs) you how many other apps and download without thinking about it that's true. Oh my god, I have hundreds. I have so many. Me too. Sometimes when I'm just like on my phone, Nate will just be like, "What are you doing? Scrolling through apps?" <laughs> <laughs> so I have so many. Um, uh, what I was gonna say is that uh, oh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Download doesn't the app. Matter. Oh, what I was gonna say is if you if you learn and it's bad or it doesn't feel comfortable to bring up, you can also keep that quiet. You don't yeah. have to just, just say that you tried to learn. You'll never hear me speak the few words of Arabic I tried to teach myself on Duolingo five years ago. Yeah, you won't hear it. <laughs> Delete the app. I'm I'm sad I even said anything about it. <laughs> well, know? in my same Duolingo, I have French going too, so I can't. I kept the app. But. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying for for the caller, you know what's just as easy as downloading the app, deleting the app, pretending mm-hmm. none of this shit ever happened. You Delete have, the app. Delete assume the a new app. identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. And thank you for downloading the this episode of Yo Is This Racist. Oh, it was really, good, and then it hurt. Really, really appreciate, really appreciate your earballs. The oh, the court order response. It was good, then it hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So go 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 ahead and tell your, I don't know, racism parole officer that you made it to the end of this show. <laughs> Why we're this is one of the now we're the multi-episode runner of there's a significant portion of this audience who are new in 2022 because they've been court ordered to listen to our show. I love it. We're gonna keep well, this going forever. It's the only way to explain the uptick in listeners because we have not put more energy into the show. <laughs> if anything, we've diverted it away and put that energy into suboptimalpods.com where you can subscribe to all kinds of racism light or non-racism content. You can also call in uh, for stuff for any of our shows if you're already a premium subscriber and you've heard us take some positive, fun voicemails on Yo Can We Live Every Friday. It's the same phone number as calling mm-hmm. in with a racism voicemail for this show. Andrew, what is that phone number? I was going to jump in. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to interrupt you. 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Uh, just for uh, experimental purposes last week, I I realized I changed the outgoing voicemail because for a, longer than it needed to be, it was the old Earwolf one. But I did not, I hadn't like actually called in to listen to it. Um, uh-huh. And I'm not going to fix this, but... The audio quality, I think what it must have been doing is I assumed it was recording off my mic, but it was in fact recording 
from just like the an ambient computer mic. Anyway, I apologize <laughs> for how hard it is to listen to that outgoing voicemail message, but <laughs> it's short. Leave your voicemail. Perfect. 323-389-7223. Uh, I'm sorry, but thank you. Now you got to call in just to hear this trash audio. It's really, it, I was a little like, Ooh. I I famously and if you famously care, yeah do not give a shit about sound quality and p- this one was actually bad enough that I was like shit great it just sounds like somebody threw a bucket <laughs> the of amount of listeners that have heard us dragging like thanks for calling us while you're on the highway they're probably like have you <laughs> yeah. heard your voicemail <laughs> <laughs> that's true let me say two nice things about the voicemails this week everybody seemed to be in a stable dry environment yes. no one was in a moving <laughs> audio was clean a moving yeah. or or sopping wet location so congrats to yeah. both of you on that uh and truly thank you for calling in sorry we made fun of you but you're both fine is our yeah. verdict you're fine yeah yeah get don't you're, you're gonna give yourself an ulcer being that stressed so everyone yeah man everyone chill out um everybody chill out okay that's all we have all right peace everyone bye bye, bye. This is so